Hola, mi gente. My name is Jessica Yanez, and I want you to join me for some wine and chisme. The Wine and Chisme podcast was created to amplify voices across communities of color, all while drinking a glass of wine. From wine talk, interviews, and recaps of all things pop culture, join me every Wednesday for the chisme. Please make sure to check out the Wine and Chisme podcast and other amazing podcasts as part of the Latina Podcasters Network. Hey girl, I'm Micaela, a mother, wife, Jesus follower, podcaster, empowerment coach, and a Chicana who loves her cafecito. I'm on a mission to empower each mujer to give herself permission to be the woman God created her to be. Because just like you, I wear many hats. Girl, I see you trying to take care of everyone else. But on this podcast, I invite you to grab your cafecito or glass of wine, sit back, relax, because I'm going to mentor you and teach you how to stop being afraid of becoming the woman you know you were meant to be. So you ready? All right, girl, let's do this. Welcome to a new episode of The Fearless Mujer. It's Micaela. So excited that you're back for another cup of virtual cafecito. If you are new to this podcast, let me just say welcome. However you found it, maybe a friend shared it with you, maybe you searched it, maybe you just happened to come across it on Instagram or wherever you podcast. Thank you for being here. It is such a pleasure. Let me just tell you, this is truly a safe space. Um, I'm Micaela. I am the founder of Fearless Mujer LLC. I am also the creator and the host of this podcast. And my life's mission is to help mujeres break free from generational and self-limiting beliefs that hold them back from truly living and walking in their life's purpose. And so it is such a pleasure that you are here Thank you so much for taking time out of your day to hang out with me. So just so you know, okay, this is not just a podcast. This is truly a sisterhood. It is a safe space where mujeres can come together and really share their heart and love on each other. And if you never had a sister that like you got along with, girl, let me tell you, you just found your tribe of hermanas, okay? So that being said, we do have Cafecito and Amigas Empowerment Nights. We had a brunch in February. So this Friday on April 1st, we are having a Cafecito and Amigas Night at 6.30 p.m. Central Standard Time. If you have never been to one of those, let me just say it is on Zoom, okay? So you don't have to worry about looking too cute unless you want to. That's fine. But you can bring your coffee, your wine, your tea, whatever it is, and just jump on Zoom. Usually we gather together. Um, t- we talk, we take a topic, but sometimes, you know, we share our heart and it is really a time of authenticity, keeping it real. And here's the thing, you guys. We are all very busy, okay? Let me just tell you, I've been so busy the past month and then, you know, this month. And for those of you that don't know, I am working on a book. So there's so much that goes into that, like the editing, the back and forth with like the publisher, the book cover, all the stuff that goes into that. And it is very time consuming. It's a huge project amongst, you know, being a mom and all the other things. And so I completely understand when it comes to being busy. So this is time for you to make space for yourself. Listen, 
tell your kids to make sandwiches. Okay. Tell your husband to get, go get himself a pizza. I don't know, whatever you got to do to be there because we need to make space for ourselves, right? Because we are all going through things, okay? I'll just keep it real. When it's that time of the month, I'm like, <laughs> my life is horrible. Like, oh my God, I want to eat uh, cheese fries with bacon. Like all the real things that happen behind the scenes to us, we need to be able to have a place where we can just be vulnerable. And sometimes that's not easy, right? So how do you register for Cafecito Night on April 1st? Go to Instagram at the Fearless Mujer Podcast. The link is in the bio. Or you can go to www.rebrand.ly forward slash Cafecito Night 4-1. So Cafecito Night is capital letters and then it's the number 4-1. You'll find the link in the show notes. So don't even worry. You can just click on it and go register there. And all it is is a Google form. It's asking you like... um your email because you'll have to get the Zoom link somewhere, right? Um, and you'll get that 24 to 48 hours. And I always send it the morning of as well. So that being said, I'm excited to see you guys. I can't wait to connect with you. I know that every time we have a cafecito night, the women feel so refreshed and they're just so glad that they came to it. And guess what? I know that I'm like organizing it and inviting you guys, but it's not my thing. It's for everyone. Truly, it is a virtual table where we can break bread. Like if you're eating, girl, bring your food. Last time we had tacos. I haven't done that in a while, so I might have to do that again. But I'm super excited. Also, just so you know, I do have just one scholarship left. It is 60% off the full tuition of my coaching program. So that means that you get to have the last one. If you've been wanting to coach with me for a while, I highly suggest that you reach out to me. Now, what happens during our coaching sessions? It is four months of uninterrupted weekly sessions where we focus on your inner healing, your boundaries, your goals, whatever you've been dreaming about. So if you want the scholarship, just hit me up. Uh, you can go to Instagram, easiest way to talk to me, or you can also go to fearlessmohead.com forward slash contact. So excited. Now listen, here's what I want to talk about, okay? I want to tell you this. Okay, as someone who has grown up in dysfunction and trauma, and I've been through a lot of things, like I always say, if there was a PhD in pain and setbacks, I would have it because I have been through a lot of stuff, right? Just like you guys. A lot of you that I know that I talk to that come to Cafecito Night, you all have been through some real things. And what I always say is that when you've gone through really hard things and you actually overcame, you are so powerful. You're a survivor and you're so powerful. And here's the thing. Unfortunately, when we go through really hard things, we tend to put walls up. We tend to look at things through a broken lens. We tend to not allow people too close, if you know what I mean. And when you get hurt as an adult, right, or you get betrayed or someone backstabs you, and I hate to say this, guys, but sometimes... It's family who hurts us. And so when that happens, we've already 
you know, come from a place of pain and hurt. And so it's so easy to really begin to walk around, right, with open wounds that just have like a bandaid over it and to have these walls up and maybe even see things from like a victim mentality. And so what I want to talk about today is number one, I want to tell you that it's okay to feel like you're not okay. And number two, girl, it's time to start bringing some of those walls down because it's really hard when you are stepping into a place of empowerment, of authority, right? Season three is all about, Muhammad, it's time to step into your authority. But how do you do that, right? Yes, you can listen to amazing podcasts like this one. Please don't stop listening, okay? <laughs> um, you can read books. You can do a lot of things. But if you don't actually get to the root of what's happening within yourself, then all of that is just a surface level thing. It's just like you're putting a Band-Aid on top of what's really going on, the root, right? And so I'll, I'll share this. If you've ever pulled weeds out of your backyard, you know that you have to take that weed out at the root because if you don't do that, it's going to come back. And that weed is going to kill your flowers and your plants and your garden. And it's going to suck all the nutrients out of your plants that actually need it. So that's what happens when we're still seeing things from a broken lens. And why does this happen? So think about if you have experienced pain, if you have gone through hurt, if you've been abused, if you've gone through trauma, let's say that you've experienced this as a child. So now it's really hard to express your emotions. Like, guys, that's how I was brought up. Like, when I was being raised by my dad, I really was taught not to cry because then that made me weak. And that was really hard for a, a young girl to kind of navigate because when you're a young girl, you're emotional. And I didn't know it at the time, but I, I had depression. I cried a lot and I, I didn't know why I would cry every night. I would cry myself to sleep. And so what ends up happening is that when you go through trauma and abuse and you're not really understanding what's going on, it's almost like you start to do things subconsciously to protect yourself. You start to feel like, man, I'm so stuck in this family or I'm so stuck in this relationship. You're, you're basically taking things that happened as a child and you're bringing them into your adulthood. And then when you get hurt as an adult, say by a friend or somebody else, you know, a boyfriend or whatever it is, then what ends up happening is that it can re-trigger an old wound or an old like trauma, something that you went through, um, or it can really cause you to bring your walls back up, right? Because you don't want anyone to hurt you. And it's really hard when you're an adult and you're trying to walk into your empowerment and you're trying to step into that powerful part of who you are because it's actually holding you back from being that person. So when you have these walls up, yeah, you feel comfortable, right? Because this is how you've learned how to protect yourself. But what ends up happening is that it's really hard 
to allow people in. And so here's what I'll say. Have you ever let people in, but, or like, let me rephrase that. Have you ever let people get close to you, but the minute you felt like they were getting too close, all of a sudden you're like, no, I'm going to have to like kind of push you away a little bit. And I'll be really, really honest. Okay. I used to do that. I used to be like that because what I didn't know was that all the trauma and all the stuff that I went through caused me to push people away, right? It caused me to kind of let them only see so much of who I was because I was scared to get hurt. And for you guys that don't know, like I am a Christian, right? I'm, I'm a, I'm a Jesus follower. I always say because I don't consider myself a religious person. It's always a relationship with God for me. And so, and I never push my beliefs on people because I know that when the time is right, if, if God is calling you to have a relationship with him, you're going to know that, right? No one has to preach like this hardcore word at you. You're just going to know because that's how God reaches us. He knows how to reach us where we are and meet us where we are. So that being said, I got hurt in ministry when I was very new to faith, uh, you know, maybe almost a year in, a couple months in, I was hurt at a church. I, you know, they gossiped about me. They talked about me. And at the time, you know, I was still kind of ghetto. So let's just say that I wasn't the nicest, but I was trying to protect myself. Right. And so that, that kind of sting and that kind of hurt from someone who doesn't understand at that time that just because people say they're Christians doesn't mean that they don't have flaws or make mistakes or hurt other people. Sometimes people just say they're Christians because they're doing the church thing, but their heart has not been transformed. That's a whole other episode. But at that time, it was very hurtful, very traumatizing. And I'll be real. I think now that all these years have passed, I'm barely now actually feeling free and feeling peace from all of what happened. So when that happens and you get hurt at church, you don't see church the same. You don't see church people the same. But because I knew that God did something in my life, I knew that I couldn't be mad at him, if that makes sense. Of course, that's another topic. So if you want to ask me more, we, we can DM on Instagram and that's fine. But why I'm sharing that with you is because I get it. I've been hurt in different scenarios, in different times in my life. And I know that I've also hurt people because sometimes we do that right out of protecting ourselves. But what I want to share with you is that if you're still healing from something or you know that, man, I let people get close to me, but like not too close, then that's probably because you have a wall built up somewhere. And unfortunately, when we've had dysfunctional relationships and toxic relationships with family, right? Maybe your mother, father, siblings, uh, whatever it is. It's also very hard to trust other people and have friendships because we only understand the pain. We only understand like, okay, you know, the this person who 
said they loved me actually was hurting me. So we don't understand love in the same way. It's kind of distorted. And unfortunately, when you've gotten hurt as a child, your perspective of love and kindness and all of those things, grace and forgiveness is so distorted, right? Like, I did not grow up knowing what grace was or even forgiveness. I learned that as an adult. And so when we have these walls up, we are not allowing other people to get to know us or get in. We're missing out on those blessings. And if that's you today, I just want you to know, like, it's okay. It's okay if, if you are in that place where You just can't let people in just yet because you've been through a lot of pain and a lot of hurt, right? But just be aware and and acknowledge that, okay, I'm in this place where I do have walls up and be open to letting some of them break off because there are so many good people out there. There are so many people who want to love on you and want to love you and They can't do that if you have a wall up, right? Now, maybe you're single and you want to have a relationship, but you've been hurt by guys. You've been hurt maybe by your baby daddy. Like, I get it, okay? (laughs) You've been hurt. You've been divorced, whatever it is. And it's hard for you to really let someone in. So you only let them in to a certain extent. And what I want to share with you is this. It's in the moments when we are vulnerable, which let me just say is scary. It is so not easy to be vulnerable. It is hard to be vulnerable, right? Because think about a time when you were vulnerable and you did let someone in and you you let your guard down and you confided in them and you shared something with them and they turned around and hurt you and betrayed you. You don't forget that sting, right? Like when a bee stings you and it hurts, you don't forget that. And sometimes when you think about it, it still hurts. And so it's hard when you want to have a relationship, but there's a part of you that just won't let it go, that just won't let someone in. And that's when you know you have a wall up. And what happens is that it causes an internal conflict because you want to have a relationship, but you have walls up. And the problem is that when you have these walls up, they're so comfortable. They feel safe, but they're actually hurting you because you're not letting others in. And it's not just with wanting to be in a relationship. It's with friendship as well. So why am I sharing this, girl? Because I've been doing so much reflecting, okay? Let me just say, okay? Writing a book makes you reflect so much. And I have been doing so much reflecting, so much reflecting on who I am and where I am and where I've been and how did I get here? Uh, Someone asked me the other day, wait a minute, how did you write a book and podcast and do this? And like people see that I do that. And to me, because I love God, I'm always like, well, I want to honor God with my life and I want to use my gifts to help others, right? And I know that my heart is to serve other people and other women to help them break free so they can be who they were created to be. So I'm not a person that kind of lets things that I do go to my head because I feel like, okay, like 
you're seeing that I'm being successful, but I know there's so much more success ahead of me. And I'm quite not where I want to be, right? I'm kind of still on this journey of building my business and growing my podcast and growing um, my coaching program and all of that stuff, right? And so someone asked me, like, how did you do that? How did you even get there? And I just always think of this. If you have gone through things and you have been hurt and you have really experienced things that were traumatic and tragic and hurtful, why not take all of that and use it for something greater? Why not take all of that and, you know, organize it or whatever you got to do and share it with the world? Because here's the thing about our walls, our brokenness, our vulnerability, our willingness not to trust, our shame, our pain, our all of it, right? All of the negative things. All of that can actually be used for something greater. All of that can be used to help someone else because your message, your messiness can become a message, a beautiful message to somebody else. And so I'm sharing today, I'm sharing my heart with you. I actually was going to record a whole different episode, but today I really wanted to share my heart with you as I've been self-reflecting, right? As I've been really thinking about, you know, all the stuff, all the pain, all the ugly things that I've been through. And since Cafecito Night is coming up, I, a lot of you share really hard things, really, really tough things that you all have been through. And so I want to honor you. I want to honor you by sharing my heart with you and being vulnerable with you because it's not easy to be vulnerable. It's not easy to feel like you're not okay because there's things from your past. There's residue, right? On last, last week's episode, I talked about the residue that's left over when like something breaks, there's still little pieces, little residue of that broken glass. We can be healed, right? And we can be more powerful and stronger than we were, but sometimes you're still going to find residue of your wounds, of your pain, of your brokenness. And it's, it's what you do with that residue, right? Do you gather it all up and share it? And maybe you're like, what are you even talking about? Here's what I've seen. I've seen that when one mujer shares something painful, another mujer says, I've been through that. I've seen that when one mujer shares something painful and she's good, right? You know that you're healed when you can share something real painful and traumatic and tragic and it don't even phase you. You don't feel it no more. You remember it, but you don't feel it, right? And another woman just hears and feels hope because she's like, wow, you went through that and you survived. You went through that and you're okay. I'm, I'm going to be okay. I'm going to make it. This is what happens when we take our brokenness, our trauma, our tragedy, all of it, all the parts of ourselves that, you know, aren't pretty. All the parts of ourselves that 
we probably wouldn't want other people to know. But when we take it, because we've healed already, right? You can't just share your trauma, your abuse, your pain. You can't just share it if you're still healing because it's it's not really the time. When you're healing, you got to protect parts of you and you got to protect parts of your your story and part of what you've got. You got to protect those things. I can say that to you. Okay. When you are healing, you must protect yourself. And now I know this sounds kind of like I'm contradicting myself because I'm talking about walls, (laughs) building walls. But what I can say to you is that when you're healing, you must protect yourself. You must guard your heart. Why? Because while you're healing, it is it is also a triggering experience in the sense that, yes, you're finding freedom, but while you're healing, things are so fresh. Things are so like right there in the front of your mind and you're remembering a lot of things. A lot of things will surface when you start kind of going through a healing journey. And so you have to really protect that because you're it's almost like you're in a fragile stage. It's a season of like, I'm healing, but I also have to be careful and guard my heart, right? Because it can be very triggering when you start to heal, even though you're feeling freedom. It, it's it's a little bit of a weird experience because you're you're digging so deep into inner healing, right? But when you take the stories... And, and you now are able to say, here's what I've gone through. Here's how I overcame. Here's how I was able to find peace. And you're able to share that with somebody else. You give them hope like you would not even imagine. And so I want you to know that if you are in that place where you know you've healed, and you're feeling lighter and freer, and you're feeling peace, right? Your stories, your stuff that you've been through, your junk, your mess, your messiness, you can literally take that as a tool to help another woman. And what I mean by that is, obviously, you're not like going to tell someone what to do, but let's just say that you've gone through domestic violence. You've been in a relationship that you were able to get out of. No one knows what domestic violence feels like unless you've lived it. No one knows what it's like to be in a relationship like that unless you've been through it. No one knows the psychological stuff that happens, the the wounds, the internal wounds, the battle every day that it is to be in a relationship where you're being abused, right? unless you've been through it. And so sometimes when people haven't been through things, it's easy for them to judge and make comments and say like, well, why didn't she just get out of that relationship? Why didn't she's so stupid? Why didn't she just leave? I've heard that. And what happens is that people end up shaming the victim, right? Because I'll, I'll share this. You could be ghetto and you could be super ghetto fabulous and you know, you could be real tough and everything, but if you're in a domestic violence relationship and you're being abused, you're going through a lot internally, right? 
Because being in a relationship like that, the person makes you feel like no one's going to want you. You're done. No one's going to want you. Or I'm sorry. It's like, it's like this weird, really weird cycle and this battle because you're, you're really having such a twisted view of love. And you only know that kind of situation and relationship if you've been through it. So what if you've gone through that? And you survived it. And now you are able to help other people, other women get out of it, free themselves mentally and emotionally, and understand that that's not really what love is, right? You might be the only one who can do that for that one woman because she resonates with that story. And you might be the only one she actually listens to because you've been through it. So that's what I mean by our stories, our shame, our pain, our trauma, is that those are the real stories that other women need. Those are the real stories that are going to help women be free and empowered. And obviously, I was just sharing an example, but that can be with anything you've gone through, divorce, getting remarried, having a blended family, So it's not always something so tragic, right? And so I'm sharing this with you because I just want you to know that if you are in a season where you're healing, know that healing is for you. Know that what you've gone through, the pain, there is a purpose for it. And know that if you're in a situation, whatever it is, that's real painful for you, that's really hard and difficult, there is probably someone out there who has been through it too, who can help you by offering you tools or talking to you or whatever it is. Because it's when we take the trauma, the tragedy, the pain, the heartache, when we take those things And instead of allowing them to cause us shame, when we take them and say, yes, all of this hurt me. Yes, I went through this and it really sucked. It was hard. But what I'm going to do now with this, and, and here, my hand is open. You all cannot see it, but my hand is open. Because what happens when we go through stuff, we tend to have a closed hand. Nothing gets in, nothing gets out. But when you open your hands and and in your hands are all these painful things and you are like, I went through this. I've been through it. I'm good now. I let go. I'll always remember, but it don't faze me. It's not going to stop me. I feel free. I feel peace. Now, I hold this with an open hand because I'm going to take this and I'm going to share it with those out there who need it. Now I say mujeres all the time because you guys know I talk mainly to women, but I'm going to help those who need it. Whoever they are, who I can help. See, you become an expert in your, in your story. And that is where you have authority. But when we allow these things to still hurt us, when we take the residue and we close it, and we hold on to it, and we allow the shame to cover it, we're not free. 
and we can help others. But when you open it and you offer it like, hey, girl, I've been through this. I get it. I I want to help you. And, and it could be that you just mentor someone or maybe you talk to them one time or even guys, there's literally people who just post stuff on social and people need that, right? And that's where you find true empowerment, when you empower others. So for those of you that have walls up, I want you to really dig into where is my wall? Where is my wall? Because, okay, maybe it's it's in this area where like, I just don't let people get too close to me. Think about why. Because chances are that that is a place where like healing has to happen. And when it does happen, you're able to take that and share that and offer that to empower others. And that's truly how you become freer and more empowered. And now I'm not saying like, go share your business with the world, right? What I'm just saying is, what if all of what you've gone through is a tool for others? And what I'm also saying is that what you've gone through is where you find your authority. When you no longer hide behind it and hold on to it and allow it to shame you because that's what happens a lot others have shamed us so much to the point where now we are victims but when you start to take what you've gone through and you offer it up you are no longer a victim because you chose to take what you've gone through your tragedy your trauma your hurts and you chose to help others you're not a victim. You are now an empowered mujer, a woman who has stepped into her authority. Please know that if you still have some walls, right? Because it takes time. That's okay. And if you feel like you're not okay right now, that's okay too. Because healing and stepping into our authority and all of that, it takes time and it doesn't look the same for everyone. So I want to encourage you today to self-reflect on what have I overcame and can I use this to bring inspiration and empowerment to another woman? Can I really do that? Because that's the thing sometimes that we fail to understand and think, yes, I can really do this. I can really be a voice for others. So just know that your voice and your story is so powerful. And hey, don't forget to share this episode with your amigas. I love you guys. Please share this episode. Leave me a review on Apple. And I will see you at Cafecito Night this Friday, April 1st at 6.30 p.m. Central Standard Time. Have a great day. Hey girl, wasn't that episode so empowering and inspiring? Hey, do me a favor, share this episode with the women in your life because something powerful happens when we lift each other up. You can share this episode with your amigas by texting them the link, posting it on social, 
And you can also tag me in your stories on IG at the Fearless Mujer Podcast. I'll make sure to give you a shout out. And hey, if you haven't left a review for the Fearless Mujer Podcast and you have Apple, go ahead and leave me a review. Let me know that you're loving this podcast. All right, girl. God bless.